You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This podcast is gold. Basketball gold. You're tuned into the best Cleveland Cavaliers podcast in all the land. Basketball gold. Hosted by Mike Fratello and Jeff Phelps. Brought to you by Betway.com. Betway for the sport of it. Gambling problem? 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Basketball Gold with Fratello and Phelps. Mike Fratello, former head coach in the NBA, color analyst for the Clippers and the Cavaliers. I'm Jeff Phelps from 92 through the fan in Cleveland. Eastern Conference, not nearly as jumbled up as the Western Conference, Mike. The Cavaliers sitting in fourth place right now in the Eastern Conference. And like in the West, the top three teams have separated a little bit. Milwaukee, Boston, Philadelphia up there. Cavaliers three and a half games behind the 76ers. But then you have a a pretty good, I think, separation considering right now between the Cavaliers and the Knicks, they have a three and a half game lead over New York. That's looking like a first round playoff series. And then Brooklyn, who the Cavaliers are in the middle of a two game road trip against are 12 and a half games out in the first place and six games behind the Cavaliers. If you're the Cavs, Mike, I would think you're pretty comfortable sitting in the fourth spot right now, and you're looking at a Cavs-Knicks series. That could change, but I I think one team would have to get really hot, one team would have to get really cold for anything to change there, for the Cavs to move up or for the Knicks or the Brooklyn Nets to catch the Cavaliers, maybe even for the Nets to catch the New York Knicks. Jeff, with your permission, since you mentioned Eastern Conference. My permission, I like that. And you also mentioned in there, I heard New York Knicks. I want to take a minute, if we can, to just acknowledge the fact that we've lost one of the greatest NBA players ever. Willis Reed. Willis Reed, who passed away yesterday. And Willis had been struggling over the last couple weeks. Uh, His wife, Gail, who's just a wonderful person, I had taken him to Texas and had him in a hospital there so they could try and f- treat an infection mm. uh, that he had gotten. And he just couldn't beat it. And he had some choices of things that they could have done. And Willis being Willis told his wife, no, I'm good. I'm good right where I am. I'm good like mm. this. And uh, Willis was a, a dear friend. He was such a wonderful addition to our staff in Atlanta. And that was my first head coaching job ever, ever at any level as a head coach. And Willis had just lost his job in New York as the Knicks head coach after having that you know, spectacular career for the Knicks, uh, helping them win their only two championships. And then the coaching thing just didn't work out for him. They had bad players there at the time. And he was out there when I, looked around and said, you know, my staff was Ronnie Rothstein, Brendan Sir, myself. And I looked at the three of us and I said to myself, which one of us is going to take the big men and who are they going to believe really can coach big men? And the decision was, I'm going to go after Willis Reed. He's out there. And I called Willis, introduced myself and said, here's what we have in Atlanta. We're young. Uh, we're wild, we can run up and down, we can jump, but we're really good players and we have really good people. And I said, if you come here and join us, 
we can be a really good team. Hmm. And I said, you make our big guys better in the front line. You help us win. I said, I guarantee you, you will get your next head job if you want it. And he came. He did exactly what we had asked. He was terrific. The players loved him. We wound up going on a four straight year, 50 or more wins with the team. And Willis wound up as the head coach of the New Jersey Nets. And eventually went on to the front office there. So it worked out for everybody. I am so sad uh, about us losing a great man, a great person, and forget about him as a basketball player because he led the way. He was the captain. He came out of that locker room to show his team what you have to do. You're playing for a championship. You're in a game seven. And somehow, some way, he found a way to limp out of that locker room. And he only scored two baskets. The two baskets were so meaningful to the crowd, to the team. And my partner last night in broadcasting the Clipper game, Brian Seaman, mentioned something I didn't think of it the way Brian put it. And he said, I went to Madison Square Garden and Willis Reed Tunnel isn't there anymore. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get it at first. But then when I thought about it, what Brian was talking about was the night that Willis walked out of that tunnel during that championship game, the way the garden used to be configured, yeah, yeah. they had that tunnel in the middle of the stands. And that's where both teams came out of yeah, the same tunnel went and went into the same tunnel, very similar to the original Boston Garden, if you think about it. Well, that Willis Reed Tunnel, as he called it, isn't there anymore with the renovations that Madison Square Garden did. One team goes in one end of the arena and the other team goes in at the other end of the arena and they've closed that off, that Willis Reed Tunnel. But we've lost a great man. I'm sorry I I wanted to take a little bit of time right now just to acknowledge and and I've spoken to, to his wife, Gail, and she's just a beautiful person and she lost a great husband. I had the opportunity to to chat with Willis a couple of times over the years. He was always such a gentleman. And Mike, I, I'll tell you, I was taken aback when I saw that he passed because oddly enough, I was sorting through some old basketball cards that I have had and am, am going to sell. And I was looking some early 1970s cards the other day and there was Willis Reed. And I pulled him out of the stack put him in the special, you know, special little card holder because he's a group in that group of very special players from the NBA during that era. And uh, the memories that he helped create for folks in New York, especially outstanding uh, as a member of the New York Knicks and then a long career in the NBA. So thank you very much for bringing that up. That's, that's special. The Eastern conference, Mike, has spread out a little bit, certainly more so than the Western Conference. If you're the Cavs, are you comfortable sitting at four? And are you comfortable with a possibility of a first-round series against the Knicks? Sitting at four, yes. I think the consensus from people around the league that have to have an opinion on those type of things is that uh, Milwaukee, Boston, and Philly, and you can put them in whatever order you want, are the top three teams in the Eastern Conference, and then Cleveland is right there. And, you know, when you get to the playoffs, you never know. One injury, as could happen via last night with Paul George, can change your season dramatically. So 
being in the top four teams in the Eastern Conference is that's not a given to you. They've worked hard to earn that to be one of those top four teams. And now, as we know all the time in the NBA, coaches look over at the other roster that they're facing and they say, we can match up with them. Or they say, we got a headache matching up with them. We have nobody to guard this guy, nobody to guard that guy. What are we going to do? How are we going to be creative? How are we going to do something to stifle them? And whoever falls in that spot, four or five, when it gets to that point, that's who they have. And and you just from there, you just take it from there. The Knicks have played so well, you know, as of trade deadline, and they made a big addition in adding Hart to their roster, and he has meant so much. Brunson coming back from the injury that knocked them out, whatever it was, five, six games. Mike, where did those guys go to college? Well, I happen to know (laughs) that they went to Villanova. They were Wildcats. No no kidding. Yeah, not not bad. Um, There's a couple Wildcats flourishing in the NBA right now. There's a kid in Brooklyn, okay, who was in Phoenix. Yeah. That is now over in Brooklyn, and he's having a heck of a year. So, you know, the Knicks, Knicks, and I'm happy for Tom Thibodeau. He's a terrific coach. It's taken him a while to juggle the pieces. The signing of Brunson, to me, was a turning point. Um, Julius Randle coming back in the shape that he came back in and playing at the level he's playing at. He's playing great. Huge for that team. And then the move for Hart. Uh, it's all part of what goes into giving a team a chance to win. Knicks are 12-4. and four with Josh Hart. Mike, that that's a pickup at the trade deadline that does exactly what you want it to do. Uh, they're a different team with him. And so that, that'll be a very, very contested first round playoff series. And if that's the way it turns out, that'll be something. Cavs are playing the Brooklyn Nets as we speak. Cavs are coming off a great big win over Brooklyn and kind of gave some of the lead back in the fourth quarter, but they were up by 24 points. They have the second game of that back-to-back, that series thing that has happened in the NBA a little bit coming up in the next game, Mike. And I would think if the Cavs can take care of that one, that might even solidify the idea that they play the Knicks coming up in the first round of the playoffs. Then again, New York's still got to show up and play their remaining games. And, you know, you lose two or three in a row, things can change around there. So, all the Cavs should be concerned about is win our next game. That should be the each night in that locker room, JB emphasizing the point that here's what you've earned so far through your hard work and your preparation and our practices. And now we want to stay there. If not go higher, if it could ever happen where other, another team ahead of them winds up going on a bad streak or, or whatever, just let's not go any lower than number four. And let's win our share of games and go into the playoffs on a roll, heading in, playing at a high level. This has been Basketball Gold, brought to you by Betway.com. Betway, for the sport of it. Gambling problem? 1-800-GAMBLER.